Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, baseball fans of all ages, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for your Los Angeles Dodgers. This is Joe Davis. This is Josiah Gray. I'm Jock Peterson. Hey, this is Ross Stripling. This is Tony Gonsolin. This is Buster Olney. This is Adrian Gonzalez. Hi, this is John Hartung, and you're listening to Blue Heaven. 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 And you are listening to the Blue Heaven Podcast. you live from here and a different over there this is the blue heaven podcast i didn't set up my soundboard all that great so it's lower i have to look at it what's going on dodgers nation my name is clint you can find me as real frg on twitter and instagram uh yeah you can and my name is brooke you can find me at brooke on twitter <laughs> and and we and we lost them we're just away from to come back hold up uh, uh. Are you back? This is a new year. <laughs> you, you you dipped out for part of it, so he's uh, he's in a different uh, area. Trevor Bauer made it, so he couldn't uh, celebrate his anniversary with a nice staycation away. Um, so we're sorry about that, but we appreciate the hardworking uh, journalist that you are, Mister Brookme Three. I can never get a break. Can never get a break. <laughs> never get a break. So why don't you tell people what the what the hell's going on today? Did something happen? Uh, that's what they keep saying, according to sources. Uh, I mean, I, I don't even know what the best way to say it. The day started out with Bauer's team. Is, is that what we're calling them? Are they calling them the team? Uh, accidentally releasing Let's Go Mets gear. Yeah. What a weird start to the day. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely odd. So that was early morning. And then a lot of people were like, oh, what if he's just messing with people? Like, what if he's just messing around? And I was like, nah, I mean, that seems like a mistake. That just seems like a, oh, whoops, didn't mean to do that. But yeah, I'm signing with the Mets. And then uh, how long later are we saying that announcement came? How, like, not that long later. No, I mean, the whole thing just, just kept happening where, I mean, he had, let's go Mets a product up and then there was a, a dodger hat he was raffling off on gleam and then it was uh uh i don't know just it kept being a lot of those little troll things he kept dropping different things somebody they, they were getting emails they were getting uh, uh people were getting texts saying oh check out my youtube channel where i announced my big thing yeah, i can't wait to go to new york and stuff like that so it was pretty funny to watch that uh kind of unfold um man the the numbers what is it three year hundred and two million dollars deal that was that was right around the area that you you predicted that's what you thought his contract would look like so once again you are sources i am sources uh i was like 100 to 105 somewhere in that range because it made sense for me that they would give him an opt-out number one an opt-out for each season so that he could leave and it also would protect him just in case either an injury derailed his season or he just had a really really crappy season with the dodgers or whoever, whatever team he signs with, obviously. Um, basically, to me, it reads as a two-year contract. It doesn't read as a three-year, $102 million contract. It reads as, a, I'm going to take my two years and $85 million, and then I'm going to get a new deal. I just don't see it working out any other way. Um, he would have to have two really awful seasons to not opt out after the second year. Am I, am I wrong in yeah, that? Yeah, it's. Uh, it, it would be the biggest surprise to see him not not uh not take that second uh second year it's it's so damn much money man 
And I like right. money. I, <laughs> I've been known to like a little bit of money. But, I mean, you look at it, and even before this, we were talking about a a small Justin Turner type mm-hmm. of contract and what that would do to the CBT, what that would do to the luxury tax implications, what that would do for the rest of the year, how they were going to approach things, whether or not they were willing to break the luxury tax threshold. And then they don't just break it. They blow through it and then blow even further past that. So now, you know, you're looking at what, $240 million in, in, in luxury tax contra- uh, uh, implications for this year. And that's a, uh, a little over. Yeah, the over. the the money definitely looks wild. We that was one of the things we've talked about a lot throughout the off season. It's it's if they do decide to go over, they are going to blow over that that CBT. They're going to blow over that luxury tax because why right. not? And and we're seeing all the other teams, you know, in the, especially in the National League, they're all obviously trying to get better. I can't say they all. They are not all trying to get better but the teams that were there especially in the postseason are are trying to get better the Padres made a bunch of moves and of course now we're gonna have to hear oh this was in response to the Padres and we know the way Andrew Friedman works they've probably been talking about this all uh, all winter long just you know keeping in touch with with Luba and keeping in touch with Bauer and and just kind of seeing where they're at who they're talking to uh can we get you on shorter we don't know if they wanted to try to get a five six seven eight year deal I doubt it that doesn't seem like Trevor style but again what do we know uh Jerry Harrison Jr. earlier on MLB Network had mentioned that you know Bauer him him and Bauer talked uh for a little while earlier like a month or so ago and he was just asking you know what's the deal with LA well I like it there you know what are your your thoughts and and Jay Harris said he got that feeling that that he, this guy really did want to come to LA, and uh, you know, and eventually he waited it out. You know, it was going to be the Mets, but you look and and there's a couple of people on the Mets that sure he's played with Cookie Carrasco, he's played with Frankie Lindor, but you come to LA, you want to win. Right. His facilities in Arizona, so it's not that far away to stay involved with all of the people, all of his his momentum stuff, all of that. Plus, he's got buddies down in San Diego. He loves he, you know he's. He loves Clevenger. They can BS around. So, I I had predicted internally, and I didn't I didn't outwardly predict it. But I this everything about the move made sense. He's coming back home to LA, and uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it definitely was a shock. Bob nailed it. <laughs> Love Bob Nightingale. Shout out, shout out, good friend of the show, Bob Nightingale. Uh, I believe last night tweeted that he had a deal with the Mets. Not not Bob. Bob didn't have a deal with him. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. Bob was saying. Deal with the Mets. I don't know. But Bauer, he had tweeted that Bauer had signed with the Mets, had a deal in place, and uh, immediately Agent Rachel like, nah, it's down to two teams, Bob. I mean, <laughs> it didn't 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 say anything directly to him, but I mean, poor Bob. You know, it it just seems like he's yeah. I don't know. It's like he's doing it on purpose now. Where he's at the point where he's like, you know what? I'm going to take a whiff, and if I, you know, take a swing, and if I whiff on it, I whiff on it. So big deal. People know, and then we just kind of forget about it. And you know, Mets fans haven't forgotten about it. He had a fifty percent. He had a fifty percent chance of being right, man. So you take those yeah, odds. I mean, fifty percent of the time he's right all the time. So I mean, if you're Bob, you got to you got take a hack on that one and he daddy hacked on that one did he ever <laughs> uh we got drones on youtube saying bowers off the holly boob hashtag holly boob ah ah topical uh, dj dj yeah. jesse says friedman not done yet we got to get more to that because there is another huge name still out there of course the name of justin turner dig into that a little bit more in a little bit we got mookie bets in the stream 
saying if the Dodgers do somehow trade for uh, Jose Ramirez, that'd be insane. Yeah, uh, that would definitely be the the um, the step up over yeah. Justin Turner for sure. But uh, you know, it is what it is in that regard. Uh, we got an angry doggo here. Uh, he's I guess he's he does my dog does not want uh, Jose Ramirez on the Dodgers. I, I'm sorry. Jose, it's just plainly not going to work out. I guess it's not going to work out for us. Our <laughs> boy El Cariza is saying Bauer and Clevenger, Clevenger drunken stories in Mexico incoming. <laughs> I watched that YouTube channel, honestly. <laughs> Roach says, if I can root for Shane Victorino, Brian Wilson, and Josh Reddick, then I could root for Trevor Bauer. And that's another thing. There's a lot of – there's the drama. <laughs> there's there's the narrative. There's everything that comes along with Trevor Bauer. And, and, and we're seeing uh, the internet tear itself apart today. I don't even know where to kind of start on something like that. I'll start. Yeah. I'll start on it because I, if you guys were with us on Monday, uh, you'll know, you'll remember that I said, look, if he ends up with the team, I'm not going to suddenly change my tune on him. I'm not going to say like, Hey, I love you and please come into my show and please be a part of our podcast and please do whatever you uh, let me do whatever I can for you. I'm not going to be that guy. I don't like Trevor Bauer. I don't think he's a great person. I don't know him personally, so it's not really for me to judge, but in my experiences from what I've seen, haven't loved what I've seen from him as a person, from his character, but you know, there's still time to prove me wrong. There's still time to say like, look, this is a great dude. Look, you talk to his players, teammates, everything. There's still time for that, obviously. And obviously, he's on my favorite team, and I'm going to root for that team. Just because Trevor Bauer is on my team doesn't mean I'm going to abandon the Dodgers and suddenly be like, you know what, I'm a Giants fan. Let's do this thing. Last year and in years past, there have been a lot of players on the Dodgers I simply do not like and do not enjoy interactions with. Didn't change anything about it. If I can live through Yasmani Grandal as a person, I think I'll be okay for this year. But we'll see. I mean, hell. I, I understand if you're not happy about it. I understand yeah. if you're a fan who's not happy about it. I don't understand the fans that aren't happy about it and seem like they're abandoning the team, which hasn't really been the case, but also has kind of been the case so far. Yeah. But it's early. People are going to react emotionally, and I totally get that, and that's fine. You're you're entitled to your emotions, and I will not argue with your emotions whatsoever because I'm not going to tell you how to yeah. fan. I'm not going to tell you how to be a person. I'm my own person. I got my own so, problems. So I was going to say, we ended last week's show with you saying, I'm not going to tell people how to fan, which is a great way to say it, a great way to put it. Uh, it's, it's, not our pay, it's not our place. It's not our position. It's not our right to tell people what's right and wrong to do as a fan. But uh, one thing that I would – push more towards saying is wrong is abandoning abandoning your team uh, i think you've been pretty vocal about it uh you know off and on in saying there's you know, well you even said it right here there's a lot of people on the team that you already don't like and those are going to be you know for a myriad of of varying reasons it's not going to be any one particular thing you know people might point at trevor bauer for his his political stances we're not always going to align on politics that's that's fine that's part of uh the unity people keep talking about here in politics and everything but as long as people can get along and work towards a goal and you see that a lot in baseball so as, as we often now hear the, the repeat narrative of Trevor Bauer is a good teammate. He's a good teammate. Sure, he's probably a good teammate. I think uh, I've mentioned a number of times here. I think there's there's a lot of benefit to bringing him on board the team as a player. I would love to see him uh, work um, work his magic, continuing uh, you know Clayton Kershaw's uh, introduction into the driveline style. Walker Bueller getting those guys, getting those three minds talking, pitching together it would probably be fun. But at some point you know, the kid's going to have his cell phone and is going to go home. And, you know, 
for as much as uh, he tries to do to benefit the game and push the game, which is his ultimate goal. You know, he, if you're taking two or three steps back as, as a person, you're hurting your whole brand and you're hurting all the people that, that are surrounding you. And then all of them, they have this, this uh, cornered dog mentality right away. And we saw a lot of that, in this, especially in this past few weeks uh, or this past week, really past few days of, of uh, you know, pe- people around him searching for things to, to call people out on and eh, whatever it's it's not my bag baby but uh like and hit that subscribe button <laughs> look dude i'm i'm not gonna go out and buy a trevor bauer i'm not really a jersey guy yeah, anyway yeah. so i guess that's not a really good analogy but i'm not gonna go buy a trevor bauer jersey but i'm also not gonna turn off the tv on days that he pitches i don't agree with him on a lot of stuff but i don't agree with a lot of players on a lot of things and that's okay um I'm not going to name people that I don't like on the team because that's very unprofessional. I would never do that. But if you want to slide into the DMs, we could have conversations about people. <laughs> Just kidding. Please don't do that. I don't want to talk about any players. Yeah. But, I mean, you see it You see it repeating in the chat a lot. A lot of people saying the same things like, yeah, I don't really like the dude. But, I mean, he's on our team. Mm-hmm. So, let's do it. Let's roll forward. Let's go back to back. Let's do what we got to do. I mean, you talk about <laughs> you talk about the sheer – just from a sheer talent standpoint, what is on the field right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've ever seen a starting rotation that's loaded with like six possible opening day starters for like literally any team in the league. Like you look at any single team in the league and you're like, yep, a lot of these guys could be opening day starters for you guys. Um, to the point where you're wondering like what happens now? Like what direction do we go with the current starting rotation that we have? Because you can't have seven guys in a starting rotation. I understand a six man rotation that happens in baseball, especially after a 60 game season going into back to 150 plus 162, whatever it ends up being. But what a rotation. Man. Yeah. There, there's a lot of incredible arms. I mean, you're looking at, as of now, David price is your number four guy. Uh, Julio Urias is who's, who's the guy who, who, you know, closed the last two series in route to a world series for the Dodgers. Uh, he's a guy who also has had incredible success at times as a starter. And he's expected to be in that, that rotation, but you know, that, yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of things to figure out that, that doc and Andy Friedman are going to need to figure out before opening day. Luckily this year, there isn't an Alex Wood type who says, Oh yeah, no, I'm in the rotation. Cause I can't imagine Tony Gonsolin doing that, but it would be funny. Because that's just not Tony's style, friend of the show. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Anyway, um, digging into a few more of the comments here before we dig in uh, more on the rotation side and just like the pitching implication. If you go ahead and find a few comments, I'll find a few more. I see one person saying, who are these guys? Jan saying, who are these guys? We don't know, (laughs) but it says our handles on the screen. So go ahead and, uh, you know, do a little bit of research. And I would say that is one thing I, uh, I mean, if you pay attention to anything, you know people don't do any actual research themselves. They just see and react. That's what we get a lot of 
uh, in this modern. We are very guilty oh, of that as yeah. well. <laughs> I, I'm not saying we were uh, absolved of that or not included. <laughs> this is the way it is. But that's just uh, that's just 2020 living, man. It's see and react. I don't need to know the whole story. I don't need to know anything else. Let's LFG. You know, let's just do that. And um, there you but, go. Oh, look, at, look at Paul Vaughn over on YouTube says, I am subscribing. This show is great. Paul, this is even our best show. This is us at our lowest with the most minimal stuff that we have available to us. So thank you for sticking around, Paul. We appreciate that, man. We hope that we pick up a lot of subscribers this offseason because there is going to be so much to talk about in 2021 for the Dodgers. Just the Dodgers. Just alone. Just the Dodgers in general. <laughs> Yeah, we we've talked about it internally because obviously we have to cover this stuff. We we make money to cover the team. That's how we all survive. That's how our families survive. And uh, there's a lot more content coming. I hope it's majority good. I uh, I don't want I don't want the three a.m. call that somebody said something in in somebody's DMs and you know all of a sudden it's blowing up and we got to find a way to cover that or not cover it and then we're going to get slammed for not covering it because we're coddling a player like like you open this brook open this we're not here to coddle we're not here to kiss this kid's ass if if he wants to have you know some sort of relationship if he wants to get you know front facing with our fan base sure he's welcome we'll we'll have a conversation we'll break bread he also has his own access and he has his access to his own flavor of fans and his own flavor of people and those people are the type that are going to stick together and go cause their havoc or mayhem whatever the hell they want to do that's how it is everybody's uh everybody likes to do their own thing and stay with their own people even if it's not a good thing i don't know but um tangent tangent uh i will say that the, the people in the chat today are particularly funny i uh, really really enjoying where, the direction you guys are going with things today but uh mellow over on youtube says get broken real frg and watch momentum i don't think that we'll be invited onto the channel anytime soon uh i think i think we have made uh, less than a few who, fans but that that's who has okay. the higher but, uh, spin a lot rate of between me and brooke comment comment <laughs> I can confirm that you do have a very high spin rate, so uh, I'll, I'll let you win that battle. <laughs> On a perfect timing. King Yellowman says, "Will Bauer's spin rate magically go down 400 RPM?" Ooh, ooh, that's a sticky subject. I, I, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, see. He's probably cheating a lot in 2020. Anyway, uh, also let us know if if we got any Mets fans here that are sad and crying. We want to know. We will will uh, uh, I don't know. Will we help you? What are we gonna do to the Mets fans? I mean, it's just really, it's tough being a Mets fan and I get it. And I'm really, you know, I feel for you guys. I don't know what else to tell you. You got a rich owner who wants to spend money, but nobody wants to take the money. So I don't, I don't know what, I don't know how to help you. Um, I really hope that kid Mark is in the chat. That would be great. Really enjoy him as a person. Um, yeah. You're, you're, I don't know. I was hoping he was going to cry on the live stream, but he didn't. Yeah, I think he got all his tears out at first. That's why I didn't read Jock Peterson's <laughs> going away letter because I didn't want to cry before the uh, for the live stream. Oh, yet. I would not. I would not recommend reading. <laughs> By that the way, I think we at any. Point. I think we have a Trevor Bauer burner account in here because it's John Cena Dupont. So everyone should watch Trevor's vlogs on Momentum and his YouTube page. Okay, we will do that. Look at that shameless plug, Trevor. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by and your burner, Trev. We appreciate you. Hey, drop drop a super chat if you want us to take your comments. <laughs> but um, I think I think people could uh, could come up with you know more of their own personal narratives on people if they do watch some of those vlogs, namely Rachel Luba. But I don't want to get too much into that. She's a nice kid. Uh, look, I mean, uh, let's just give credit where credit's due. We can repost this clip just for Rachel because we 
I had a lot of negative things to say about her. I was upset with the direction way that things were going. I was upset with the fact that the vlogs that we were promised that were supposed to let us in on free agency didn't seem to let us in on free agency. And now I kind of understand why. I mean, the Dodgers are the Dodgers. They're not going to let you in on anything. They're not going to tell you anything. They're not going to let anything slip. So if that's the case, and that's why we couldn't hear anything, more credit to her. She just got a hundred plus million dollar contract. Please get my boy Yassi a contract. Get a sign up somewhere. Let him play professional baseball. The boy likes baseball. But man, uh, she came through. And if you're talking about commissions on that hundred million dollar contract, Rachel's having a payday, man. For real. That's another question I had. So, you know, as as Trevor clickbaited us all earlier this off season, saying, "I have made my decision," type thing, and or <laughs> making my decision, and it was, "Oh, I want to go to right. a team that has good meal plan and that has a nice ballpark." I want to win. win. <laughs> yeah, um, one of his things was you know being open about his his desire to pitch every fourth day, which is another thing we'll talk about in a bit. This is a lot of all all teasing, um, <laughs> teasing later on in the show to keep you guys involved. Uh, but uh, what was the other thing? What were we talking about? Who are you again? I don't know. You're, we were talking about uh, her getting money. <laughs> I don't know. I lost. I completely lost my train of thought. I, I probably was bored myself. But anyways, JT Swifty talking about uh, Rachel vaguely calling us out in her vlog. By the way, she called us out for for you know running with somebody's title or running with a, a, a low level source and clickbaiting the title and then she clickbaits the title out of that vlog where she's literally just sitting playing with her <laughs> hair and talking about all these calls she needs to be on um i wish she would have at least said our names or something like if you're gonna talk crap just just tell us rachel please give us credit we just want to be recognized in life come on <laughs> Okay, I remember. I remember. Uh, okay. One of welcome back. One of Trevor's other things was that you know he wants to keep his his um his, his vlogging his all the the social media type stuff involved. Uh, he wants to keep it alive. Right. That is not. That's not Dodger style. They don't let people do. Um, they don't let people vlog. They barely let people tweet. We talked to this a few times. We've had a player who, with Ross Stripling had to take down a tweet that he was excited. He wasn't tra- uh, traded from the Dodgers about a year ago today. Uh, he had to take that down, and it was just him reacting. Will they let what, – what, uh, what kind of level of access are they going to give Trevor Bauer in the clubhouse? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, historically speaking, the Dodgers have been pretty locked down on things. Um, we've seen them <laughs> it hasn't been made public or anything like that but you've definitely seen dodgers players post something and then have them mysteriously take it down you know within 30 seconds somehow yeah. um so it's definitely been a case where the dodgers are on top of things they want to keep, keep things in house they want to make sure you know it's a it's an airtight organization and it really is run very airtight i think in the past we've we've been able to break news on one or two things very low level things that the dodgers were like how the heck did somebody else get this before we were able to get it out and they were kind of upset about that so just the fact that we're able to accomplish something like that to me is big but it also should tell you how airtight and they do not talk about anything and if anything gets outside of the organization there's always questions about how it got out who's talking things like that so i don't know how this is going to play out with bauer because he is definitely the behind the scenes guy and i I'm assuming that that conversation had to happen and that conversation had to be in favor of Trevor or else there's no way he's taking that contract. He's going to go play for the Mets who are going to let him do whatever he wants. So it, it has to be happening. I I can't see any way they're not going to let him do that. That's what he wants. And I'm pretty sure the, uh, the Mets would have let him do a lot more of it. So 
Uh, of course, the Mets aren't as primed to win as the Dodgers are, and that's another one. That's the number one thing he wants to do is win. Uh, digging into a few more of the comments here. I like Steve O. He says, as a reason I've never watched this podcast, DMAC is better than these clowns, bunch of boomers. I agree. I'm not a boomer, but I agree on the DMAC. DMAC is he's a fun watch. So go check him out. DMAC is, is 10 out of 10. Go check him out on DodgersNation.com. <laughs> I've never been called a boomer before. That's that's a that's a first. You're, you're 20, I don't know how I feel about. You're 28 that. now, right? That's good enough. Seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a boomer. 28's a boomer. Well, welcome to the club, man. More more things hurt. Thank you. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. I've seen a few comments about like what's next. Uh, Kevin particularly is like, who's the best option to replace Turner at third base? Uh, Justin Turner. Do you? Trevor Bauer. <laughs> Trevor Bauer, new Dodger, starting Dodgers third baseman. <laughs> Does this um, one of our writers at our sister site, L.A. Sports Report, Adam, Adam did a uh, an article about that. Like, does this take Trevor Bauer out of the mix? Because, again, that's that that uh, the payroll, the Dodgers payroll. Doesn't hurt. <laughs> Dodgers payroll is pretty up there now. So um, that's a lot of money that they didn't have to pay in that luxury tax. Does JT not come back? Do they not? Are they not able to re-sign JT is what I'm going for here? Um based on what he wants and, I mean, and all that it's one season if you're already talking about blowing past the 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 cbt already i mean if you're looking at a the exact figure i have on it is in your first year of blowing past it which it reset last year if you're at 240 million which is about what they're at this year they're going to pay a seven million dollar luxury tax fee in 2015 they paid a four almost 44 million dollar luxury tax fee for being at 298 million dollars on their payroll so if you're saying, hey, I don't think they're going to sign JT because they're just not going to want to go that far. They already went way far past the CBT. I don't know what's to stop them from doing it. I don't think anything is going to stop them from doing that. I don't think annually he's going to cost them very much anyway. I think you had mentioned it what earlier in the offseason where you were saying, hey, they're probably going to give him some extra option years, uh, probably mutual option years to offset the annual average and lower it down a little bit while also putting more guaranteed money in the front. Um, for him, but it takes away from the luxury tax a little bit. So if that's the case, um, I, I don't see any problem with them re-signing Justin Turner. I don't see anything stopping them from doing that. Um, I could see them moving uh, a bigger contract that they have on the books right now, and there's a couple big names that they could do that with. Yeah, I mean, well, first and foremost, before the, the Bauer signing is official, I'm very handsy today. I move my hands a lot. Before it's official... They need to make a roster move. Either way, it's currently at 40. There's a few deadweight bodies on there. Uh, there's there's some options to just straight release. There's some options to trade. Uh, guys that really have no no place on the team. Uh, there's there's that right. opportunity where if they want to wait out and put, like, uh, you know, there's what, Tommy Canely and, and Caleb Ferguson are both not going to start the season healthy. So those are 60-day IL guys. If they wait, right. spring training is what? 
less than two weeks away so they can put them on the six day IL announce it just before spring training. Similarly, you know, they did, they did that, uh, it was a couple of days before camp last year with Mookie and David price. So those are the options, but right. what do you think happens, uh, in actually, you know, player movement and, and you know, this, there's a lot of ways, again, we could go with like, Oh, the position player, DFA, uh, Luke Rayleigh trade David price, which we've seen a lot of people suggesting right. online today. What do you think? Uh, I think there is, there's a lot of value. Obviously it doesn't help or it doesn't hurt you to have too many starting pitchers on your staff. That's not something that's going to hurt you too much, but I think there is a lot of value in moving David price. And I know that's not something everybody wants to hear. Um, Obviously, you want the lefty mix in there a little bit, so that is part of the factor. You obviously have Kershaw, and you would think Julio long-term in the starting rotation, but you just never know how they're going to move people around. But if you're going to move David Price, uh, $15 million of his contract counts towards the luxury tax. So that's going to offset whatever it takes to sign JT, if you're thinking in terms of that. But also, if you're just talking strictly Trevor Bauer, um, gives him a roster spot for now. But... Who's going to take him? I don't know. The Angels really need starting pitching and probably would be willing to pay too much because they have a bad franchise that doesn't know how to do anything. Um, I personally would love to keep David Price. I think that he's good for the team. I think he's good for the club, clubhouse, the atmosphere, everything about it. But you just never know how they're going to think. But simple solution, move somebody over to the, to the, to the IL. Yeah. That, that frees up spot. We still got to figure out again the JT thing. We didn't, besides JT, we didn't necessarily get anywhere like anywhere with that. And if they don't re-sign JT, somebody like Matt Beatty, who we've we've suggested, uh, really needs a change of scenery just because he deserves an opportunity to play. Matt Beatty all of a sudden becomes important right. because he can play some third base, and they're going to need to change them some options up there. Uh, <laughs> I, I I liked uh, on on the Angel front. I liked uh, at Nettle Court on. YouTube says angels are so dumb. I mean, their owner is. And I just wanted to make sure I threw that in there because it's a it's a great comment. It's well thought out and factual. So, thank you Nettle Court for for sharing. I appreciate that. It's it's definitely helpful to us. Um I I do you think that they realistically try to move any of their starting pitching? I mean, that's a big question to me. Like aside from the Justin Turner argument, aside from the finding a roster spot for Trevor Bauer. Do you think they try to move any of these guys because they have young talent that they can move back to the bullpen and create just like a, uh, I mean, let's be honest, a ridiculous bullpen, but the bullpen is also pretty good as is. Well, it, it there's, there's different schools of thought. You're going to trade value. If you're going to trade the guys, somebody like, like Tony Gonsolin or a Dustin May and go get a Jose Ramirez, you, you, uh, you trade from your, your source of strength from an area of strength right. where you have a lot of uh, of uh, starting pitching help and there's more kids you know down in the pipeline when you're looking at Josiah Gray when you're looking at uh Edwin Uceta you're looking at even like Mitch White or something there's people that can fill you know some of those uh some of those starts if they need to if there's enough injuries if somehow they they make it through D-May and all that um so you do you do have those options to turn uh, to to move in a trade and go get somebody like that, or even if they go, they go the Chris Bryant route, which has been you know kind of off and on floated out there. Uh, you you're freeing space. You're you're probably saving some money there if that is the plan. But again, now like we've mentioned, what's what's the point of saving money? They don't need to have the Cubs right. um, kick in a bunch of money on a Chris Bryant deal to when we're already so far over the luxury tax. So it's uh, just 
brain Screw brain uh, brain soup of, of of different thought processes there. Uh, I say trade a bunch of the. Trade a bunch of the young guys for Matt Chapman. Just go all in. Just screw yeah. it. Go for the season. Get our third baseman. That would be the by far the best move. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it would block. It might block uh, Cody Hosey a little bit, but you. Oh, we got, got room for There's there's a lot of infield. You got talent. <laughs> Definitely got talent. I'm loving the Doug love today. Appreciate the Doug love coming in from people. At DMAC under it makes me happy. <laughs> yes, Gold. We know we know Doug. He uh, he works with us. We know Doug. We can, we have his we're autograph. All, we're, we're all <laughs> DodgersNation.com. That's why you're on the Dodgers Nation YouTube channel. Doug did just post a video over his reaction, and he posted all the numbers and things that are going on as of earlier this afternoon on the Justin Turner or Justin Turner. Justin Turner's new for potential teammate Trevor Bauer saved it. Uh, he posted all that on our YouTube channel, so check that out uh, now if you want. We'll wait. Or you know, after this, again, give us your thoughts. Give us your reactions. How do you feel about about uh, Trevor Bauer coming to LA? Do you call him Trev? Do you does he have the new nickname? Because we've uh, we've talked about it internally, and I'm I'm going with Daddy Trev. I have the graphic up now on the screen. What do you think about Daddy Trev? Is that a good uh, is that a good nickname for Trevor Bauer? That's fine. That's that's fine for you guys. I'm not going to call him that. <laughs> the, the, I'm I am going to call him Trevor. <laughs> I might be a Trev guy because it's easier. I, I'm calling him by his government name. He's going, he's being Trevor. Fair, fair, you <laughs> coward. Trevorson. <laughs> You're a damn coward, man. Uh, another thing I guess I should mention while while, we, uh, while we're breaking for a second, we do have a giveaway going on right now over on our Instagram, Kershaw, Clayt Kershaw autographed photograph. That is there, so uh, check it out. That's on official Dodgers Nation, at official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Thanks to our friends at Elite Sports Collectibles. Also, keep an eye. I didn't. I don't have anything ready to put that in uh, here, but we do have the word of the day giveaway running all month long, where we are giving away up to or more than a thousand dollars cash and prizes all through the month of February. So check it out. They're mostly in Doug's videos. Find that secret word, and uh, you have to make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel to enter to win. You'll email us using the email on that channel or on our about page on YouTube. If you don't do it right, I'm sorry. You can't win. Don't comment the word of the day in the videos. Cause that's just messed up anyways. All right. So rotation as of right now, one would assume it's Kershaw, Bueller, uh, Bauer price, maybe Urias because I know people will give me shit if I don't say it the right way. Um, that's one scenario. What, what uh-huh. do you think? What do you think about that? Or would you go D may, do you try to, force Julio into a dominating um, uh, relief role. Do do you find a way to, to dump Kenley as the money dump, which I don't think Kenley Jansen is tradable. I don't think he has any value to any other teams right now, even though he had yeah. a decent year, uh, you know, statistically. But I, I just don't – that's my take. I would not trade for him on my team. Uh uh, before before I jump into that, Logan over on YouTube gave us a super chat for five bucks. Thank you, Logan. We appreciate it. He says, please have Doug on the podcast. Stop hiding him under the basement. Uh, Logan, Doug, Doug's the face of the franchise, man. He's he's the superstar. He's the Mookie Betts of the team. I'm just I'm like I'm like the Edwin Rios, Matt Beatty type. Like I'm just here. Like I'm ready when you need me, but I'm just here. Um, but we'll have Doug on the show pretty soon. We want to we want to talk to Doug about his reaction about this because we only get to do it over chat. So we don't get to hear his voice in our ears. Um, which is always a good time. But you start talking about the rotation. 
Number one, in regard to Kenley Jansen, he does have 10-5 rights, which means that he has to obviously be involved in any trade. But I think I had seen it mentioned somewhere today, somewhere surrounding our good friend SD Dodger Tim, um, that if it was made clear to him that he's not the closer, that he might take that and and run with it uh, and maybe accept some sort of trade anywhere. I don't know who's going to take him. I don't know who would take him on. But, I mean, he's got $16 million counting towards the luxury tax this year. So that's a, that's a little hefty yeah. toll. And uh, for, for a, a reliever in decline, that's a really hefty toll. Um, you start talking about bullpen mix. Somebody, I saw somebody bring it up where they said, uh, you know, it, it, it's not typical and it's not something that an argument that I've heard. I usually hear it the other way where if you're talking about Dustin May and Tony Gonsolin, the general consensus is put Dustin May in the starting rotation, put Tony Gonsolin in the bullpen, which is normally the side that I'm on. And I'm normally, uh, I think that uh, Gonsolin splitter kind of plays up in the, in the bullpen and in relief and high leverage situations. And I still believe that, but also D-May hasn't really developed a second pitch, and he's still working on that, and he's still going to be struggling through that. So I think if he's a starting pitcher, that's a little bit more difficult to do. You can go out there and throw all fastballs for one or two innings. You can't go out there and throw all fastballs for five to seven innings. That's not going to work for and it's, you. And it's shown, so I think it's shown in his big league time. It's definitely shown. And Tony, on the other hand, has gone deep into ball games. He's shown that when used in the right spots and when used properly and consistently throughout the course of the year, that he can be very special. Because if you look back at the times that he kind of crapped the bed, it was when things were dropped on him last minute. Somebody had to, you know, he had to fill in. He had to move in the bullpen. He had to get this and that. If you make him an everyday starter, I think he's going to be one of the most underrated parts of your rotation. And he's going to be like a fifth starter. Like he's going to be the very back of the rotation. Um, you still have to consider that besides him, you still have Julio. And in my mind, Julio is a reliever. In my mind, he's a high leverage reliever. I don't know that they view him like that. I don't know that a lot of people view him like that, but They've said it for years, like Julio's a starter. We're, we're, we're building him up as a starter. We're priming him as a starter. We're thinking about him as a starter for long term. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't agree with that. I really don't. Well, I don't, I don't think they even agree with it because he always gets moved into the bullpen because he <laughs> finds a way to, to make a difference in every ball game that he, he appears out of the bullpen. He dominates in that game. Right. So you look at him as some in some sort of Josh Hader role. He could be your closer. He could be that 7th, 8th, ninth guy. That uh, like all seventh, eighth, ninth, then he'd give him three innings, give him a couple days off, kind of mix it there. He's he's what now th three seasons removed from surgery, so he's gonna be in better shape. He's he's ready. His body's ready to uh, to have an adult male um, baseball man workload and whatever the role is. The best role to win is definitely as a reliever. Best role to get paid though right. is as a starter. So I don't think he's in. I think he would be disgruntled if they threw him in the bullpen. Um, and they have. Yeah. I don't think he would love it. <laughs> they have. They have more. Uh, they have more. Um, kind of say with what they. I mean, they have all the say. Dodgers have all the say in what they're going to do with Julio Urias too. But the the, the team right. has more say in what they're going to do with with Tony. What they're going to do with Dmay. Uh, but yeah, man, Julio in that in that hater role would be would be elite. That would be. I would think that would just about all could but guarantee you can go print your back-to-back -back shirts now. Just get it out of the way because yeah. you could brook that one. Uh, MM Forever on YouTube also kicked down four ninety-nine, five dollars on the super chat. So we appreciate you uh, for throwing a few bucks our way. That helps with the beer fund. 
Uh, this is biggest free agent signing in Dodgers history. That is true. This this one uh, very much eclipses that of of uh, like what he notes is outside of a trade and sign or signing somebody who was drafted and currently on the team. So obviously Mookie got a bunch of money, but he was tra- he was traded for. Uh, they gave right. they gave um. Uh, the guy we're just talking about, they gave Kenley a bunch of money, but that was a re-sign. Uh, I think I guess the next closest might be what Kevin Brown, 105 million in tw- uh, 2000. So, uh, in ter- yeah, in terms of in terms of big mm-hmm. deals, yeah, I mean, talking about Kevin Brown, but impactful deals, like it's it's so funny, like impactfully, yeah. <laughs> Justin Turner is one of the biggest free agent signings of all time. Like it, it, it's so weird to say, but in terms of money, yeah, absolutely. Justin Turner was a minor league deal. He he wasn't supposed to be that guy. Uh, Jason over on YouTube says, Brooke, you look so bummed out. It's not the end of the world, fam. I'm not bummed out. This is actually my yeah. face. I always look like this. Um, I'm always look like I'm not enjoying my life, but I promise you I'm always having a good time no matter where I am. Um, there were a lot of people that chimed in about the me saying Julio belongs in the bullpen. A lot of people did not agree with me, and that's okay. Uh, I, I would love to hear your guys' arguments for that, but Ashlyn says, I see Julio and May as relievers, and Gonsolin can definitely thrive as a starter. I think you guys know that we are big fans of Tony Gonsolin over here. So we're a little bit biased and that we want to see him do well. We want to see him thrive. We want to see him live his best life. And I think his best life is lived as a starter for the Los Angeles Dodgers in that number five spot behind a lot of really good arms. So I'm going to stick to that because I really like that. I really love him. Um, Also, if they had to trade Tony, like the value that they could get out of Tony Gonsolin right now is ridiculous. Just just as a thought, there's a lot of options they could go with. There's a lot of different directions they could go with. But if they were to trade any of their current starting rotation, just they could get so much in return. Yeah. And it's such a good time to be a Dodger he, fan. Uh, he's by far the most major league ready of the younger folks. Uh, a few people talking right. about the contracts. Zach Granke obviously got some money. I forgot. I forgot. I think this is 147. So that might be by value the most it's been a while but he he didn't stay he only stayed for what the three seasons he opted out of it i don't know what the what the money ends up being uh in that regard um i saw another mention uh aj pollock also got paid but not not anywhere near as much and he hasn't been as uh impactful as trevor bauer may be um i wanted to decide or or kind of change i would say change the topic but get more into the bauer side things side of things again but what a month, two months ago, Dave Roberts had said that I think it was part of like the sort of 2020 exit interviews. He's he's open. He he would welcome a clubhouse change. And um, yeah, uh, man, have we got a clubhouse change? Kike gone, Jock gone, JT currently a free agent, and you bring in somebody like Trevor Bauer. Um, not to mention the loss of a legend, Ken Gurnick, leaving the Ken Dodger Gernick. beat. So and Alana Rizzo. There's so, so many, so many names gone from this mm-hmm. past. Well, everybody, we won a World Series, and everybody's like, "We gotta go. We're good." <laughs> and then Tommy, Tommy, even even Tommy coming into that out of that locker room every home game. Um, but but on the idea, the clubhouse change. How how drastic does this? Uh, change the clubhouse or do you think there's still enough of of the glue enough of the the everyday people because you're losing a couple of raw raw guys in jock and kike and and i think i don't think trevor's that kind of raw raw guy um now we're gonna learn we're gonna learn about I, what he's I, about I, what do you think how's it gonna affect the uh the clubhouse i mean if you if you look at <laughs> if you look at his past and you, you talk about teammates you talk about players that have played alongside of him you see a lot of dudes with the exception of garrett cole garrett cole obviously hates him which kind of makes me enjoy it a little bit more 
But you see a lot of people that say like, hey, he's a great teammate. Love being around him. I, I got to learn a lot from him. I learned a lot of new stuff. Uh, obviously, one of the biggest uh, uh, spin rate type of analytic type of guys uh, that you can encounter instead of in terms of like driveline type of activity. He's the guy who kind of innovated that across baseball and brought it into the league. Um, and so people obviously have a lot to learn from him. I don't know what it's going to do to the clubhouse. I don't think that in terms of what he brings into it, it's going to change it too drastically one way or the other. I don't think it's enough to just have one guy come in and be like, all right, well now the clubhouse is X or Y or whatever it might be. Um, I'm not too worried about that personally. I think there's a lot of really strong personalities inside the clubhouse as it is that aren't going to be swayed one way or another by one player yeah. coming in. I think Kershaw is always going to be Clayton Kershaw. I think Walker Bueller is always going to be Walker Bueller. Um, don't, for, don't forget Mookie Betts. I think knowing that <laughs> Mookie Betts is always going to be Mookie Betts. I think, I think if anything, knowing exactly knowing who's in the clubhouse is actually more encouraging for me to know that they are going to change trevor as a person rather than vice versa and so that's my hope i think he learns a lot from these guys i think he learns a lot about baseball about life from these guys and i think ultimately he leaves los angeles hopefully a better person than when he arrived which is the case for everybody that comes to los angeles in my opinion not los angeles the city because that's not the case but but for the dodgers the dodgers for sure uh a different topic as we find a few more of the comments actually we got one right there go ahead and read uh read the the good comments <laughs> the good comments oh the good comments well we got a super chat from mm forever yeah. thank you again you guys are awesome with that we always appreciate that beer money galore he says if turner leaves we're screwed how can we replace that really leadership on the field and his production turner has three years left of solid production um, I, I would agree with you that Turner has three good years left with the mm-hmm. bat. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to argue with you on that at all. I think you're absolutely correct. I think the issue is in the field. And if you don't have that universal DH, you don't have the guarantee of that. That's a big gamble to take and in terms of flexibility because you can't pull him off the field. You can't really keep his bat in the lineup on certain days when you need to take him off his feet. I do agree. It's a huge leadership loss. Though. Alternatively, as we said, this is Mookie's clubhouse now. <laughs> and that became very clear last year that this is Mookie's clubhouse. Uh, yeah, that, that's another one of the parts, though, where I, I do feel you do you need JT. I don't know if I, mean, I would say Mookie's ready, but I don't know if he's fully ready to to absorb like a complete clubhouse dynamic change like that. And, and again, we're not uh, we don't know what the hell trevor bauer is going to bring to the clubhouse it's going to take some time to figure out what he brings to the clubhouse i mean we heard right. we heard uh or, you know early in spring training last year there was a uh, you know one of the one of the signings he ended up being hurt all year but there was one of the signings one of the players in the clubhouse that just plainly was not fitting in and um that happens you know in the same way we don't have to like everybody everybody in the clubhouse doesn't have to like each other it is what it is you're as long as you're working towards that common goal um but I would I would imagine it it would help to still have somebody like JT around to have to have that Mookie dynamic and and uh, making sure everybody <clears throat> stays on track. I'm not going to call out any names, Trevor Bauer. I would agree. I would also agree. I mean, I'll just throw this out there for you guys because it seems like a lot of people are worried about it. 
Andrew Friedman is not done making big moves this offseason. I think that was the first one, and that's going to get things moving, and that's going to get the ball rolling. But I think you're going to see a couple more big moves here in the next two weeks, and uh, that should be exciting. You should be very excited about that. Oh yeah, that's going to be fun. I saw somebody else pointing out as John, our boy John Cena. This is uh, this is the the Trevor Bauer burner account. That's the that's the burner account. Says, imagine yeah. <laughs> the Cody, uh, Cody Bellinger vlog. Ooh, that I imagine that being boring. He's just like today. Yeah, he's just like plop. I he's just plopped on his wait. Yeah, he's just going to be on his couch until it's like, oh, man, baseball time. Oh, baseball hour. <laughs> it's, it's baseball time. Uh, find a few more comments and uh, probably bail out of here. We don't need to stay here the whole night. It is a Friday. It's Thirsty Friday, as they call it. Another one, MM Forever. Another two bucks. Man, MM Forever, we appreciate the hell out of you on YouTube. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Chipping uh, in. Can Turner, uh, can Turner stay if Muncie shares first base with him? That was one of the things uh, I had mentioned uh, a few months ago is, um, I mean, uh, uh, Justin Turner doesn't need to be the starting third baseman for the entirety of, uh, you know, the next contract he gets with the Dodgers. He can move. He can move to first. He's, he's right. a decent first baseman. And when he first came to L.A., you know, he played a, a, a decent amount of first uh, in that era. He's 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 no Jock Peterson is what I'm saying. Thank you. Yeah, me, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! You mean meaning you can catch too? Gotcha. Uh, I can catch the ball. Yeah, we'll we'll be okay. Uh, uh, Train says I love Bauer so much. Hey, you you're um you're amongst the majority of that group of people. I'm I don't know I don't know where I'm at on it yet. I know the things I I I think that are good with him. I know the things I don't like. Uh, I know the things that are that are bad for uh, that that hurt people and hurt people's feelings and aren't generally good for the greater good of uh, humanity. But I also know that uh, like deep down at his core, uh, what he's trying to do is is what he hopes to do is, is something he wants to propel baseball. He wants to bring it into uh, you know the next level that it keeps getting just stuff down they don't want the players to have personality you don't know a player's name the way you might know you know somebody in the nfl or whatever uh so that would be a good thing but it's it's about you know not not uh not pushing yourself back not not you know taking three steps forward and two steps back sort of thing i do know that i'm looking forward to watching baseball games this year but <sighs> well, that's i mean always that way I'm always looking forward to watching baseball games this year. That's uh, it. Jason, Jason uh, Gianneros? I don't know how to say your last name. I apologize. But uh, on YouTube says, you, sir, are no Jock Peterson. That's true. I can't hit baseballs, and I can catch balls at first. So, uh, you know, we're a little different, him and I. I definitely cannot hit baseballs. I'm garbage. <laughs> Many Man 5 Dodge says, hurt people's feelings? Are you kidding? Seven scoreless should help with that. Uh, I think I think with time <laughs> – with time he you know that's what you really hope if if you just lay low do your job for a little bit you you're going to probably win some fans that are on the fence about you or plainly don't like you and and that's what you hope to see you know you don't just come in and and go all Kevin Malone I there's a new sheriff in town sorry nobody's going to know that one unless you've been a Dodger fan for a while but yeah new new sheriff in town google it kids got you <laughs> Uh, DJ Xvilia dropping in with a super chat again. Thank you again. He said the boys lucked up today. Back to back vibes. It definitely. I mean, yes. you saw it. Obviously, I, I will say this: media is very quick to react to things like this. We saw it with the Padres, where they were like, "All right, the Dodgers are no longer the favorites." They 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 got Blake Snell, which is like to me, I was like, "Wait, what? He's got Blake Snell. They didn't get like Cy Young. Relax." Um, 
it, we definitely saw a lot of that today where it was like, wow, all right, back-to-back World Series for the Dodgers. Congratulations. And these are like non-Dodgers beat reporters. Yeah. We saw a lot of Mets beat reporters saying that, and I think that's how you deal with the grief a little bit. And, you know, I feel for you, but uh, it definitely has back-to-back vibes to it. When's the last time we had a back-to-back World Series winner? The Yankees? Yeah, yeah Yankees, 99-2000. Um, when they went try? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. In 2001. No, not 2000. It was 99-2000 because they lost in 98. No, they won in 98. I don't know. I think they won 99 right. 2000. 90, they, they lost in 97 to the, the what was that? Marlins. To the, Cle- the Cleveland Marlins. <laughs> See yep. what I did there? It's Miami. Well, Florida yep. at the time. Yep. Uh, Beef Boss has a request. We want to say hi to, do, do we want to say hi to Beef Boss, Beef Boss from Wii Sports? Ooh, nah, I don't. Beef Boss from Wii yeah, Sports? It was tough. It was tough. Hi, Beef Boss from Wii Sports. <laughs> Beef Buff Weef. That's his new name. Change it. Beef Buff Weef Sports. Hey, Doug's in the stream. What's going on, Doug McCain? Check him out. Check out the video. Doug, again, also reacted, uh, gave some thoughts, gave us all the news uh, on the Trevor Bauer signing that is available now. Don't forget, it will not be official for a couple of days, possibly not even into spring training, kids, because uh, they got some roster moves to do, and and you know, and Andy Friedman is, uh, is a shrewd boy. He knows what he's doing. Trust, trust Andrew Friedman, man. Be sure. Trust that man with my life. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, one of the last things I wanted to talk about is JasonSys.com. See, it is a brand. <laughs> it is a brand. It is. It is definitely the brand. Oh, King Yellowman jumping in with it yeah. too. It's definitely the brand. <laughs> I love it. We're not talking crap, Doug. It's because we love you. You're like. You're like. It's a part of you're you, like a brother to me. Um, I wanted to to bring up one last point because surprisingly. Padres Twitter, uh, at least from what I've seen, has been quiet, uh, a little too quiet. We've seen a couple of people cry. Um, I think it's funny, but uh, how just like how deflating must that be to a fan base that's just barely learned that baseball exists? Like, what in June of this year? I don't even know what month we're in, honestly. Or last year? <laughs> yeah, that's that's got to be. It was like June of this year. <laughs> well, June of last year. How deflating is that going to be, man? You guys just became relevant uh, tr- and, and tried to to cement yourself as the NL West winner in 2021. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is really funny to watch just the offseason rise of the Padres. And despite that, knowing as Dodger fans that we're still ahead of them, and then just to watch Andrew Friedman just absolutely crush spirits, like immediately. <laughs> I mean, if you're a San Diego fan, I'm sorry. You know, I, I don't. I feel for you. I don't feel bad for you, but I definitely feel for you. But you also had those two kids make that stupid Slam Diego video, so I think that might be your new curse. There's the curse of the goat, <sighs> curse of Babe Ruth, and the curse of those kids. I like that thought process. Day- Big Steve YouTube says the the Slam Diego kids probably just scrapped the script for their next music video. <laughs> Oh man. There you go. Um also Marcelo Zuna is close to a four year four year deal with the Braves. So Well scratch that one off your yeah. list. We we were right there in it. That's what I wanted. A, a gold glove outfielder that can't play defense. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things I'm gonna really enjoy yeah, at least I, I, I hope as long as it's done in a, a in a friendly and not like um hurtful manner, I would love to see Trevor Bauer troll Padres you know, Twitter. I think that'll be fun, but, uh, we got a lot of things, man. We got a lot of things to look forward to and a lot of things, uh, I guess also worry about in the months ahead, uh, at, at the root of it all for us all will be Dodger baseball. 
hopefully that unites us all that makes us happy hopefully we uh we we have a good team because it looks like we should have the best damn team in baseball especially if we get jt back we better man i'm tired i'm tired of uh this offseason this offseason really wore me out it, it, it wore me down and you would think after a world series i would be happy inside but uh this was a very tiring offseason <laughs> uh i th- i think i think mrs me three is locked out so we're gonna go ahead and uh, wrap it here guys thanks for hanging out with us we appreciate y'all find us on the internet at dodgersnation.com <laughs> subscribe to blue heaven we are on itunes spotify iHeartRadio, google play stitcher radio player fm all the spots that podcasts are available to listen to and eat for free we live there subscribe to our youtube channel youtube.com slash dodgers nation tv doug also lives there that is that's where he lives he lives there he doesn't live in santa monica doug lives in the internet um thank you yeah and not in our basement guys i am at brooke may three this other guy is at real frg we're on twitter and instagram we're at dodgers nation on twitter at official dodgers nation on instagram thanks for hanging out with us thank you for checking in on a friday night we appreciate you guys uh dealing with uh these circumstances we appreciate you we love you be kind to one another we'll see you on monday bye stadium their silence is deafening 136 israelis are still being held hostage by hamas bring them home home. 